Jamaica, the church girl that everyone in the community knew, was now in love. It was the kind of love she was praying to have. It wasn't a bad idea for her to be in love. It was the one she was in love with. However, they were months into this relationship. Jamaica, Randy is not a good guy. He can't be your boyfriend. What good do you see in that guy at all? Yvette, her church friend, was speaking to her after they closed from a church meeting, both in scarf on their head and a skirt of knee length. Look, there's nothing you would say to discourage me or make me leave Randy. Yvette opens her mouth in shock as Jamaica continues. He drives me to church, sends me to campus, buys me lunch and gives me money, she says as they get to a tea junction. Jamaica, he's deceiving you. It's just a trick. He's not a good guy. Yvette shows her fingers. Yvette, sometimes I think you're just jealous. I mean, your boyfriend does nothing for you. That guy you call Richmond does nothing. Jamaica blurts out in anger with a look of disgust. Me? Jealous? Jamaica, me? Jealous? I'm only trying to help you see the light and you call me jealous. Oh, please, spare me that. Jamaica throws her hands at Yvette. Which light exactly? Tell me, which light? Yvette remains speechless. In fact, I've got things to do back at home. I'm no longer interested in this conversation. See you at the next meeting. Jamaica says and turns to a route leading to her house. And oh, she turns back to say something. Enjoy your life with that poor guy. She starts walking to her house. Yvette stands there for a while and shakes her head. Ah well, at least mine is not a frog guy. She says and takes the opposite route to her house. Looking at the world from the girl who lost her dad at age 13's perspective, life hasn't been easy. Yes, some may have lost theirs younger than that, but everyone has got a different way to handle sorrow. Amanda's way of handling that led her to becoming the drug addict that she is now. This wouldn't have happened if only her mom hadn't taken up two jobs to take care of the house and school. She sometimes barely comes home due to the night shifts of some days and the mopping of hotel rooms on other days. Who are you to blame Amanda? She needed company at this crucial time and she got that from the bad people. She was taught how to pickpocket, how to shoplift and convey drugs from the gang leaders to their client. And oh, who would engage in the smuggling of drugs and not even have a feel of it? Amanda had a feel, and even too much. Oh my god, Amanda, where have you been? Her mom exclaimed upon seeing her come home late. Um, mom, we had extra classes after school, and today I decided to walk home. She lied, as always. I keep telling you not to come home late. Do you know the kind of bad people on the street? Amanda rolled her eyes. Was she supposed to be scared? No, she was part of those kind of people. Did she enjoy being part of the streets? Yes, of course, but it certainly had to come to an end. This attitude of Amanda continued. The shoplifting, the drug smuggling, even the bullying of younger ones. Not until Amanda was brought home on the Friday night by neighbors who found her at the corner of the nearby supermarket half she was beaten up by her own people what was the reason she had stolen money from the people she was smuggling drugs for she was barely recognized her eyes was purple her lips cracked nose broken and oozing with dark red 
thick blood that stained her army green cardigan. Her mom panicked and froze at sight. She was speechless and turned emotionless. Wasn't Amanda her dear sweetheart or was she mistaken? She came back to her senses with the sound of an ambulance approaching her house. The neighbors were kind enough to call for help at least. Amanda was rushed to the hospital and it turned out she had broken important bones and could not walk again. This news broke her mom's heart as she wept on the hospital grounds. Stuck to the wheelchair, Amanda had no option than to stay in school and learn poetry. She had learned her lesson. It really isn't necessary to go to the extreme when you lose a relative. Yes, it hurts. But will they be happy seeing you like that?